You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 514. New or used? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 514, Take Two. <laughs> you want to know why it was Take Two? Uh-huh. You'll never know. You'll never, You'll never know. <laughs> how, are you, how are you tonight, Gaz? Well, I'm very warm. The traffic on the A5 is fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it the A5 or the M5? It doesn't matter. To? It doesn't. Now, okay. the M1 is actually close to us. The A5 is uh, a road that's also... I don't know. I'm not going to talk about roads, right? <laughs> it's really hot over here. It's really humid. We're having lots of thunderstorms. We're not used to it. It's not as humid as it is in other parts of the world. I know that. You know that. But we're not used to it. Okay? So just give, okay. us, a, give us a bit of leeway. We will. <laughs> we have a contest. Did you know we have a contest going on? Yes, yes. and we made a little bit of a boo-boo, haven't we? Well, it's, yeah, not, it's well, not really a boo-boo, but it's it's just something that you've got to consider, which we hadn't mentioned. Yeah, well, and I don't <laughs> believe that when we initially talked about this contest last week that either one of us knew that it was the, the boo-boo. No, probably not. So basically what's going on is – uh, Tim has five codes for Lego Marvel superheroes that that uh, he and Dave over on TechFan and Gaz and myself here on the MyMac podcast are are giving away for free. It's, free. And you don't you don't have to do squat other than sending an email to contest at mymac.com. Make sure you put uh, Lego Marvel in the subject line. And it would probably not be a bad idea in parentheses or something to put my Mac so that Tim can can kind of you know sequester the ones from TechFan from the ones from my Mac. So just make sure that that somewhere some in, in in like the header of the email it says my Mac along with uh, Lego Marvel superheroes. Send that to contest at mymac.com. And unlike last week, no, you don't have to send your telephone number. Um, I don't think Tim's going to call you. This this is like a really, really quick thing. Uh, don't need to send an email address, blah, 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 blah. However, um, in order to use the code, you have to have a Steam account, which is absolutely free. You don't have to yeah, you use don't, you a don't credit have, card yeah. or anything. Yep. Yeah. That's right. I've so, got I've got a Steam account which I haven't used because I don't play a lot of games, but um, it is relatively huge, straightforward. Is huge Left for Dead fan. I love Left for Dead. Do you? <laughs> which probably comes as no surprise to anyone who's listened to this show for a long time. What? Oh, guy likes zombie games. <laughs> S- what? Shocker! Shocker! Surprise! 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 At last, you've been outed. Yeah, yeah, zombie lover. Um, it's been kind of an interesting week or mm. weekend, really. Uh, I drove to uh, Fredericksburg to see my son, Guy, 
And I, we ate at this large chain restaurant, which doesn't advertise with us, so I'm, I'm not going to say what it was. But they had a, a QR code, those little square codes yep. on their placemat for some themed game along with this restaurant. And I was like, well, yeah, and the games look kind of cool. So I figured, oh, I'll just scan this QR code in. And that's when I realized I've never actually done that before and didn't know quite how it worked. Yeah, and this has been going – how long have these QR codes been around, Gaz? Two um, years, three yeah. years? Well, in, in public domain, yes, about two or three years, yeah. Possibly okay. more, possibly longer. I mean, they've been around for a lot longer, but in public domain, I would say, yeah, two or three years, perhaps a bit longer. Yeah. Never, ever used it. With I haven't. Before. I haven't used them. And what I didn't realize was, you know, I figured, oh, well, th- there must be some app that, that's built in the phone to do this. <clears throat> and so I'm trying the camera and I'm, I'm looking through all my photography. No, there's nothing. Nothing works. Turns out you need a, um, and, you know, this is probably not news to most people. You, you need like a, a scanner app that, that looks at these codes to do that. And recognizes it. And recognizes it. And, and I couldn't even find that out when I was at the restaurant because they had crappy Wi-Fi. And T-Mobile, my provider, has crappy coverage in that area. So I couldn't even Google, how do I scan a QR code while I was sitting at the restaurant? But I had to wait till I got home. I was going to say, but you, at least you got a picture of the QR code. Or could you bring the QR code with you so you could uh, take another snap well, of it? Oddly enough, by the time I got home... <laughs> And researched all this. It was you, like you couldn't be bothered. I, I just don't care about these <laughs> stupid games. Uh, <laughs> why didn't they just give you a URL or something? Because it's only going to take you to some place on the internet anyway. That's you know, I'm yeah. re- I'm really not a big fan of QR codes because they could be taking you anywhere. Yep, you've got yep. no well, in idea this case, where these QR this, codes this, could. This code would actually could, take you to iTunes. Well, okay, fine. Okay, fine. But you don't know that. It could Not when say you scan that. It, no. Somebody, somebody could go into those um, those places and have a sticker, you know, which exactly matches <laughs> those QR codes. Puts it over any of those mats or anything, and it takes you to some dodgy site, and yeah. you're not going to know. That's what. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm. Anyway, that that's my little QR rant over and done with. Yeah, so well, some some site like largeangrydogs.com. <laughs> well, that's we, a dodgy site. We've had a that's a doggy site. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that when I said it. You're right. Um I <laughs> we had a team building event this week. Oh, cool. Where we were doing all sorts of, you know, silly games where, you know, we had to three people blindfolded with four people on a two planks with ropes on them and uh, the front man could see the other three were blindfolded and we had to go around a course and balance nails on one nail so and do puzzles and, and then we had to do some raft building. Uh, now, we were warned that um, we were likely to get wet. <laughs> Was there anybody who could swim? Or can't swim, um, or can't swim rather. And one person said, "Yeah, I can't swim." Okay, so you'll go in the speedboat with the, you know, the people who are watching over the stewards, and uh, right, you can you can take my little GoPro rather than me having to try and carry it and on the raft and take pictures. Oh, so this was your GoPro that you? Used. Yeah, yeah, I used my GoPro. So okay, uh, um, which was fine. Didn't have a problem with that. Um, and there was another guy. <laughs> 
was on another raft who the raft capsized within five meters of shore, right? So, they, okay. you know, we were off. Our raft, we were out, we're in the water, we're off. We look around and they've capsized. And we're laughing at them and joking and shouting at them. And, and then we're off again. And then we look around and there's only three people on the raft. <laughs> Whoops. Right? The fourth person is standing at the edge. <clears throat> so when we finally got back, we found <laughs> this guy couldn't swim. He thought he'd be able to stay on the raft and the raft would stay upright all the way around. <laughs> and we went, you are kidding. You are really kidding, aren't you? He said, no, I really seriously thought we'd be all right. He didn't tell anybody he couldn't swim. So he was going to risk drowning <laughs> yeah, yeah, for because... a team building ex- – well, there's a guy who was who was willing to take one for the team. It was funny. It was funny because he's a really nice guy as well. And he said, you know, I thought we'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got wet. One raft completely disintegrated. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Four barrels had to be pushed back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when I got the movies back, I put it into iPhoto, iMovie rather, and I haven't used iMovie for some little while. And I've got to say, it is not an intuitive app to use, Guy. It really no. isn't. I, you know, you have to get a project do you get a project do you put it into here can you create a thing it is not a simple process anymore it used to be a lot easier so apple if you're listening which we know you do tim come on you told me last week that you listened so can you sort iMovie out and make it more intuitive because it isn't you know what's crazy guys? either that or i'm just stupid which is probably more likely of course no 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 really really if you don't use it very, very much. It can, it can be kind of hard to figure out because you've got, you've got one area that all your clips goes into and then there's an area where you put them together to make the movie, but they look very, very similar. Well, it's, and unless it's not just that guy. It's, it's once you're in, it's doing the editing and, and doing clips and adding things and themes. Yeah. It's just not as intuitive as I remember the last version being. I quite like the last version. I've still got a copy of the last version. I think I'm you talking about from, from like iLife 06 before no, no, they no, completely no, no. changed the interface. No, 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 no. Um, there was there was an interface there, there's been an interface let me see if i can find um uh the number because it's probably oh you might be talking about 09 yeah i think i am i think i am i'm definitely talking about 09 and i think that i think i've still got that somewhere um but it 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 just it just it just was not i, I mean i've i've even had to watch uh, don McAllister's screencast a couple of times and i still don't get it I just, it, it must be me. It really must be me. But it, it doesn't feel as intuitive as I remember the previous versions. Um, and, and then obviously adding, um, the, you know, the, um, the bumper, not the bumper, what do they call it? A trailer. Adding the trailer. Right. I did a trailer. That was fine. But it then seemed to separate from my main movie. So I thought, well, hang on a minute. I wanted a trailer for this movie. And now you've created yeah, the trailer. So how can I get that trailer joined? And there, were, there didn't seem an easy way to put it at the front or at the back. It was just, it, you know, it was like a separate... Well, you have to export it and then import it back in Oh, again, come is... on. Give me a... Give me <laughs> no, a, I'm oh. serious. Come you, on, you, Apple. You do the trailer. You, you do the trailer. You are kidding me. You are no. kidding me. No, it because it, has to, be, it has to be a separate movie. 
Well, yeah, but but once you've created that movie, surely you shouldn't have. You could then create import it from one section to another as a new movie. They've ah, they, oh, I'm not that, that 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 makes me want to spit. Oh, well, well, don't because you'll mess your microphone up. I will. I will. So I don't want to do that. No. I just, I, it just didn't feel as, as and I, I was just a little bit disappointed, really, more than anything. I'll tell you what, I am going to spit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but I mean, you sent it to me, so I'll take a look at it. And, and I'll, being being the, the movie-creating expert that I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember, I haven't touched iMovie uh, for probably a year. And it's al- been longer than that for me. And and also, I've um, the last movie I correct was the created was just the time lapse of the, uh, you know, plugging together the time lapse. So it was a lot easier. And I've got to say, anybody, if you're making movies, if you're using a GoPro, here's a clue here. <laughs> One of the things when you watch it, guy, because everybody, I've sent him a, uh, a clip of the movie. I can't really put this out in general release because it's. Um, rather more private than uh, you know right. these things our team event and all that but one of the things that happened with gopro with the gopro 2 that i've got if you're not used to the camera you press the button and you kind of look at the front to make sure that the movie counters on okay so right you look at the front of the camera make sure the counters on or you press the button and do your filming and then look at the camera at the end just to make sure it's been counting down so you've got some actual movie on the GoPro, unless you've got one of these special backs or whatever. <laughs> I've got loads of shots of this guy's face looking at the camera. <laughs> so I've work? left so work? I've left them in the film and I kept saying, oh. yep, yep, it's on. <laughs> yes, the camera's on. <laughs> you do look pretty and and I've left that oh, in. Did so. you- Oh, did you did, did you do that like as a separate audio track, or did you no do, no, like, no 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 no? Just, I've over I've, I've put music over the top of it and put text on it. I've put text. on Oh, it. okay. I've got some slow mo in there and some speedy up bits, and um, I might even have used a bit of Benny Hill music as well. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say, uh, yeah, throw some Benny Hill music for the speedy up parts. Well, as it as it was a raft racing um, thing, I, I also put some Beatles' uh, "Yellow Submarine." I mean, nobody can do me for this because this is all going to private people. This isn't going on right. release, so this is for right. my mates, as it were, my mates. Yeah. Especially so, with a mic pack, but if you're going to use it, here's a quick tip. Here's a Gaz's tip out of out of sequence. When you're doing movies, and you'll probably agree with me, guy here, if you're doing family shots, don't keep pressing stop and start to try and catch stuff. Take long sweeping shots. Press right, the camera. And edit and it just, later. And edit it later. Edit out all of the rubbish later. Don't stop, start, stop, start. And unfortunately, the guy who took over the camera and the boat didn't realize this, and I didn't really have time to tell him because I was handing the camera to him on the water. <laughs> yeah. Well, are, so, and are they, are they uh, waterproof? Well, I've or got water it. Water resistant? I've got it in a water. No, no, no. I've got it in a, um, a water um, proof case. Water tight case? Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. So, um, because I've taken some shots with it underwater. And it's pretty – if you've got clear water, they are cracking cameras. I tell you, it really is a, a, a good buy. You know, either a GoPro or equivalent because there are a number of different uh, equivalent cam type cameras. Yeah, I think, I think Sony makes one like that. But the, the GoPro comes with lots of accessories and, um, you know, it, it, look out for a second-hand one because that's what I did. Um, and it's, it's, it really is good fun. But if you're going to use a video camera, folks – 
don't just take lots of short clips unless you know exactly what you're doing. Take longer clips. Preempt it. Just have it running. <laughs> we have. Yeah. There is one shot in there actually where we have got a really long shot. He started taking the film. Something happened and he put it down. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so you got a long shot of like the boat in the sky. Rope. 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 Yes. Rope. I, was, I should have mm. left that in. I didn't leave that in, but I should have left that in. Anyway. Oh, that makes, anyway. That really makes me nod my head. Yeah. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's No, 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 no. That's much later. <laughs> uh, we're going to go over to the MyMac.com. God, that took a lot. I, mean, I, I only put two lines in the flipping show notes. It took a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas. Oh, that you know what? Uh, no, I'm not going to go off on that tangent because it has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Okay. Um, MyMac.com recent articles. The first one is a review by my brother Gary Linnell. It's the and what the hell is Blue Moo? Is that what that is? Blue Moo. How I'd say. B l u m o o. Blue Moo Systems offers universal remote functions and internet radio. Putting a home media center can be a daunting task. It's not just the complex text gear, text, oh, tech, tech it, it, gear. And it says T-C-H, it doesn't? Yes, it does. It does. I'm an idiot. Uh, but the many choices available to the hapless consumer as compared to the hapt yeah. con- consumer. Mm. Uh, all I can recommend is you do what I did. Research like crazy. For many people, the flyover innovations Blue Moose system might just be the best thing for a universal remote control system with a few twists. The Blue Moose system consists of two components, the home base with connecting cables and the mobile app, which is used to control your home media center. And if you will go over to MyMac.com, you will see... Knowing Larry, because Larry is a technical writer, uh, a very, very comprehensive review of the Blue Moose Systems offers universal remote functions and internet radio review by Gary Linnell. Link for oh, iPad shoulder bag. This is a review by Pelisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Did you see what I did there? Yes, I did. Good. Do you like to carry your iPad or tablet? with you wherever you go? Do you? Yes. You do? Good. Yeah, I do. Well, along with iPad accessories and other items... Well, I've really made a mess of that. Sorry, Elisa. Slap my head. Do you like to carry your iPad or tablet with you wherever you go, along with iPad accessories and other items, but hate using large backpacks or a briefcase well don't like I, briefcases you do, no no well i have i got a bag for you says elisa the stm link for ipad shoulder bag has become my new favorite bag that's elisa speaking not me because i've not got one if you need or want a bag with numerous pockets you'll be thrilled with the link not that's not a link it that's not like a link to a a website it's the link bag it's called the link folks right it's the link for ipad shoulder bag get it it's a link go over to the website and read lisa's review who (laughs) lisa lisa you say pacelli and i say pacelli you say alisa i say palisa i don't know Uh, Next up is a review from a new writer. It's the Logitech K811 Bluetooth Easy Switch Keyboard. And this is, uh, wow, Uh, Ike. (laughs) 
Medwards. <laughs> Mike Edwards. He's a new writer with MyMac.com. Most keyboards are functional, and some are more than that. The mini USB charged Logitech K811 Bluetooth keyboard falls into the latter category. The marketplace is filled with keyboards and keyboard covers, so what makes the K811 stand out? This stylish Bluetooth keyboard can be paired with three different Bluetooth devices and switch between them effort- effortlessly. Wow, it, it was that's actually kind of a cool thing for it to do. Uh, three things make it stand out from the crowd. Flexibility, portability, and ease of use. So go on over to the MyMac.com uh, website and check out this, this review from, from Mike Edwards. OWC Mercury Pro External Blu-ray Burner. This is a review by Rick Rodriguez. Oh, good old Mr. Rodriguez. Yeah. Physical media is dead, right? Yeah. Well, I think we should just wait a moment here. Hmm. Now let's think about this for a minute. <laughs> there are still tons of great uses for physical media today. One of the best, one of the best that I can think of is for backing up. However, with today's large files, CDs and DVDs don't hold enough data. It's I now use 400k floppies. <laughs> You must have a lot of floppies. I do. It's now time. Just ask my wife. <laughs> You're getting in so much trouble for that. Oh, she doesn't listen. Are you kidding? I'll make sure she does. It's now time <laughs> to think about Blu-ray. Blu-ray may conjure up thoughts of the latest Hollywood films, but you can fit quite a few gigabytes on a Blu-ray disc. Go over to the website and see what Mr. Rick Nogriguez says. And last up is TechFan170, beating the dead horse. I have never wished more for a horse noise in soundboard than I do right now. <laughs> nay. Microsoft, nay, Wilbur. Microsoft goes low-end PC while also, also laying off 18,000 people. IBM and Apple announce a partnership. Manuel Noriega sues Activision. I've already listened to this podcast and it cracked me up too. And we have two top 10 lists of the most evil companies. And guess what company made one of those lists? Mm. Won't say it, but it has something to do with the very podcast that you're listening to Mm. right now. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Who could it be? Anyway, we've actually had another email from Mr. John Nemovoski. That's John Nemovoski. Mr. Nemo. Nemo. Uh, he's got another new writer, you know. I know. And he's got a I previous writer. He's got a previous writer coming back. So yay us for going on about writers going over. But I'll tell you what, he does get a ton of stuff. And he does, he does drive you. So, you know, be prepared to do some work. But that's not a bad thing, because if you don't get pushed, you don't do. And if you don't do, you don't get. Does that make sense? I don't know. Anyway. If you don't get, you don't get pushed. No. Wait. Well, hang on. Well, <laughs> it's like a chicken <laughs> and egg, isn't it, really? Yeah, pretty much, except there's like three bits of it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go, go <laughs> over, give Mr. Mr. Nimorowski, um, who's Nemo at MyMac.com, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, and... Um, Tell him you'd be interested to start writing, because uh, 
it, it just gives us another name to butcher. Go on. Yeah. Uh, how else can we make fun of you individually yeah. if you don't write for my Mac? If you write for my Mac, we can really take the <clears throat> out of you. <laughs> Over on Google Plus, it's Michael Cassell week as he recommends an iOS app called Paperama. And he wants to change his G plus name to Sticky Wicket. Mm. While there are so many jokes we could make about that name, we have to remember that just like having to start this show again, it's supposed to be family friendly. <laughs> Darn it. Darn it. Um, Elisa. You say Pacelli. I was ready. I say Pacelli. Microphone has bitten the dust. And she's looking for recommendation. Gaz likes the road podcaster, though that might be out of the price range she mentioned. And Guy likes the Audio Technica AR ATR two one zero zero USB. Um, yeah, um, and there's uh, lots of other recommendations which is being being given over Google Plus. And if you've got oh, a recommendation, has more come in. I think so. Yes, yeah, I think so. Definitely, I think there was a big recommendation. Um, before hours. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even see the one. Okay, Bob DeGran yeah. was talking about how he really, really liked the um, the blue microphone Nessie. And yep. uh, John Nemo was saying that all blue mics are good. Uh, yeah. And that Nemo uses the CO3U. I also have that one. That's the Samsung, uh, isn't it? Yes, it is. And that's also Not a Samsung. Samsung. No. Yeah. Samson. Yeah, S A M S O N. I have that microphone as well, except that's um, that's XLR only. I think that's more of a singer's mic, though, isn't it? I think yeah, that's but a it's bit got of a, a vocal that was mic. that was the one that I used to use all the time, and I don't remember why I stopped using it. Yeah, I think well, because I, I was I, looking I, for a USB solution. Yeah, I like my Rode anyway. Yeah, well, I've got the same microphone. And you can tell, week in and week out gives me quality audio. That's <laughs> <laughs> the software you're using. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, as usual, we've got plenty of likes each week for the show over at f- um, um, Faceplant. Yeah. So uh, thanks to that, and I think that's it. I think we can be Whoa, taking- hold on. Have ooh, you been over to Facebook ooh, ooh, ooh. lately? No, I haven't actually. Well, I have. 142 likes. So we've gone down then? No. We've gone up. We were at 136 for like forever. No, we're, we were at 143, mate. Were we? Yeah. Someone okay, did, then we went down and someone, I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find no, at out. Least, at least we won't ever mention it later. Anyway, yeah, so I take well, us out. Take us out, guys. Everybody, what you have to do is so stand much. by. To stand <laughs> by. Because guess what? We'll what? be right back. Oh. <laughs> you look like hell tonight. I don't believe the sight. I haven't seen you since we had that awful fight. It's been so long since I, I heard you say goodbye. And now I don't know what to say. Now let me tell you something, brother. All you Hulkamaniacs, get out your shovels, your cultivators, and your sunscreen, and listen to the Your Own Victory Garden podcast on the Stoplight Network. What you gonna do when Hulk Hogan's green thumb runs wild on you? I don't wanna be in Finley cause it goes to bed at nine. I don't wanna be in Bowling Green because it's plastered all the time. No shirt, no shoes, no podcast. 
the Gmail on the MyMac.com podcast. I just want to spend some time with you. I don't want to be in Cincy Cars. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second section of the MyMac podcast with the G-Men, Mr. G in the US of A and Mr. G over here in the UK, US, UAQ, UK, UK, UKS, UKSA, UA, no, wait, UK, United, Kentucky, silly (laughs) Armenians, (laughs) yeah, that's it, the UKSA, welcome. Welcome to our insanity. Um, I've had somebody at work talking about whether he was going to get a MacBook Air 11-inch or a MacBook Air 13-inch or a MacBook Pro. And the reason he's been talking about those three options is because um, he's he, he does a bit of disco work. And whenever I go to any events... Wait, you, you, mean, you mean like a DJ? A bit, a bit like a DJ, but he also takes lots of pictures and he has to get the pictures up and show people and then, you know. But other, oh, okay, than, cool. that, other than that stuff he's using, he, he's going to use this computer really for you know, quite quite standard stuff that, you know, he, he's got an iPad as well. I mean, and it's the iPad which has brought him into the Mac ecosphere. So, you know, it's done, it's done the, um, what's the, 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 what's the, what's the word? The they, halo effect. The halo effect. It's, uh, it's use that halo effect on, on him. And, you know, I've mentioned to him as well that I use Macs, etc. But he was looking at those options because he, he's suddenly been left uh, some money And he was quite convincingly, in fact, he almost gave me the story about the fact that, you know, he's going to buy one of these devices and he knows it's going to last him a long time. And that's because he's seen laptops and devices at work and just how long they last or how long they don't last, more to the point. (laughs) Uh, And I I quite convincingly said, you know, well, my MacBook Air uh, 11-inch is still screaming. Absolutely, and it does. It still absolutely screams. Keep them clean. And, that, and, what, and what year is that? It's like 2011? Yeah, you got mid, that one? mid-2011, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, the, the laptop I'm currently using is from late 2008. Yeah. And so it's great. So I, I, I said to him, and, and, and he was quite happy with that process, but then he had to go through his own process, his own thought process of size, and whether he wanted, um, you know, the weight, you know, did, was that important to him about carrying it about? Because that was one of the key important things for me, you know, it was not only the size, it was the weight. So the combination of getting a smaller, the 11-inch over the 13-inch, you know, massively reduced the, the amount of weight and also the confined places that I was going to be using it in. I mean, if I was going to get another one now, I'd probably go for the 13-inch, mainly because it's there's less of a constraint for me and it's it doesn't matter quite so much. However, he was going through that thought process but one thing that i did point out to him and one thing that uh, you know old time mac users which i know there's a lot of you out there will probably you know slightly put your head up to the skies here and, and yawn but any new listeners or any new people it's one thing that you you must remember is the refurb store oh, very much i so. i have not yet bought a brand spanking new mac I have only bought Macs through the refurb store or through, you know, secondhand through someone that I knew. But I've, I've had three, I think three or four Macs 
from the refurb store. And if you say, ah, three or four Macs, why do you have to keep changing them? No, because I've sold them on to upgrade. And that's another good thing about Macs is they do hold their price. And that was one of the other things that I was talking to this guy about. So if you're looking for a Mac, I've got to say, there are several different ways of getting hold of them. You don't have to just buy, you know, the new model from the shelf, uh, from the, from the store. There are plenty of, uh, resellers as well, and they, they have their own refurb areas. And these refurb products, I tell you, you've got to be a little bit, you just make sure you're getting the most up to date one you can. The one good thing about the Apple store is that they do tell you when the original release date of this product was. Um, that doesn't, right. take- well, also, also how much, you know, the, the, the difference in price between the refurb that you're buying. And what it was when it originally came out. Yeah, now, it's not be- comparing. It's not comparing the price of like. And let's say it's it's a MacBook Air 13 inch, and it's from last year. the 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 new price that they're giving you is the is what the new price was for that refurb product. It's not giving you the new price of Correct. a 13 inch Correct. current because, 13 Correct. inch MacBook Air. Correct, because prices have gone down. Right, and and they do fluctuate somewhat, especially. Um, outside of the U.S., depending on you know currency and blah blah blah, all of that. Yeah, they're, they're fairly uh, they're fairly steady. But so th- that's the only thing that you've just got to be a little bit cautious of. And I would also try and just go as high as you can on the spec. Um, yeah, for, uh, especially these days. Especially these days. But to be honest with you, the refurb store for me, I think, is an absolutely cracking place to probably get your first mac if you're looking for one um don't be put off by it whatsoever and you know go to the resellers and resellers have refurbed areas as well and if you've got a reseller near to you go in and and speak to the guys in the store itself but it, it it really is a good option and i think he actually ended up getting one from the refurb store which meant he was able to up his specs and and once he finally decided whether he needed in fact he went for the MacBook Pro 13 inch because he wasn't too bothered about uh the weight and he wanted to be able to have um quite a big hard drive on the on the device itself which was which was fair enough i was telling him all about the thunderbolt extras etc but he he went for that option which is is fair fair play but right. i've got to say brand new versus refurb i I personally have no qualms about going to the refurb store. You get the same one-year guarantee. And I think actually in the UK or in Europe, that probably, even though it's a refurb, um, they probably still have to give you a guarantee of two years for that. I'm not sure about that. but um, Well, uh, you can also get AppleCare. And you can, and that's the other thing, of course. Um, you can still get the extended Apple Care on these products a year after you've bought them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, th- these machines individually go through a complete strict um, uh, process of testing. So you're probably getting a device which is uh, as as good as it's ever going to be because obviously not every single device comes off um, the shop floor, the manufacturing plant, but having been tested. They'll only do a spot test of a certain percentage. That's the right. same for any manufacturer. It doesn't matter what business you're in. Um, there's always a, a, um, a warranty or um, uh, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
Well, I do know. I do know that uh, quality I, I test. Open, quality I, test. That's I, what I'm looking for. Um, I, I opened up this snack, this snack cake container one time, and there was a bite out of it, and it was like, <laughs> oh man, I got the one they tested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quality control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that will only be on a proportion. <laughs> I can just imagine <laughs> opening up a Mac and seeing someone's picture on there. Yeah. 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 Oh, this is a good one. I tried this one myself. (laughs) But um, yeah, I've currently, um, like the, 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 the Mac Pro that I currently use, as well as the, uh, the, the MacBook Pro, I, I've gotten both of these machines off of, uh, eBay. And when you go the used route through eBay, you really, 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 have to be careful, and I can uh, as yeah, as Gaz can attest to, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, you are much safer, and, and you'll end up with probably a, a newer and better machine, though it will cost a little bit more. Going the refurb route, either through Apple or through one of the third-party resellers. Now, I know uh, Otherworld Computing has a section. Where because you know because they also make quite a few products as far as uh, memory upgrades and it sounds like an OWC commercial uh, memory upgrades and storage solutions they have a wide variety of, of Mac computers at their facilities to try these things out and every once in a while they they say okay well we've got the you know this newer one in so we can we can get rid of some of these other older ones so they have a whole section of some really, really nice, uh, slightly older, older than what you would typically see at the uh, the Apple refurb store. But they're going to have some upgrades in them that you probably wouldn't get from Apple. They'll, they could have more RAM or more storage space or, you know, any, any number of things depending on, on what the upgrade paths are for some of these various devices. But, yeah, OWC also sells them. And there's a number, if you just type in, if you just Google like used Macs for sales, you will find all kinds of companies with, with very good reputations that, uh, that also sell them. Yeah, absolutely. Now, one of the other things I was going to speak to you about was the difference between going for a pro or going for a MacBook Air. You, you know, I've got a feeling, Guy, that for 95% of everyday users – Unless you want a fifteen-inch uh, Retina display, right? Um, I, you could probably, or even a thirteen-inch Retina display, you could probably get away with a MacBook Air because you Easily. the power, the power of those things. I mean, I've seen it with this little eleven-inch we've got. Admittedly, I got the one point seven dual-core um, i um, i seven processor, um, so I got the the best spec that I could possibly get at the time. And I think that's still probably one of the, the better specs on it. I think you can improve on that spec, um, but not by much more. But it absolutely flies. So unless you're really doing heavy video processing and you really do want a lot of onboard storage, then or lots of or lots of ports if you need lots of ports. oh lots of ports. Yeah, I mean that's that is one thing which I was a little concerned with. But actually, again, on, on that score, guy, it's certainly something which I. I haven't found myself, you know, coming across. I've got a multi-port USB port adapter. Sure. So, you know, when I've needed it, I've got the capability and ability to use it. But uh, generally, you know, it, it's not too much of a problem. One of the things I would advise buying if you do get one of those is is the USB to um, 
Ethernet or Thunderbolt to Ethernet. I can't remember which it is I've got now. I think it's the USB to Ethernet. Well, both, both of those both of those solutions are available. Yeah, yeah. So that that is certainly something I would definitely advise you getting, especially if you're going to be a bit of a travel monkey with this and going to places where you need to log on to a, a, an Ethernet uh, connection. But yeah, the, not everybody has Wi-Fi at hotels or offices. No, that's right, that's right. So certainly from my perspective, the MacBook Air is a, an absolute beast of a machine, and I tell you what, there's an awful lot of people that I talk to that have got the 11-inch version, and they. They're, it's like your little. It's like a little baby son. It really is. <laughs> it's a. It's a little beauty, and it keeps cracking on, and it, it. It. It never fails to please. And I. You know. This. I'm still contemplating just upgrading to a 13 inch, and I'm thinking, right. Well, I'll sell the MacBook Air, and I'll tell you, I'll get. I'll get a lot of money for it. Um, oh, you'll easily but, get. But I, but know, I don't want whatever, to. Whatever the pound's equivalent this is, is the, to six or $700. It's the, one, it's the one machine which I really, you know, have kind of got a, a little, you know, it's a spot in my heart for it. You know, I'm not one that worries about selling his Macs. And a lot of people, they keep their Macs, you know, they hand them into the family, but then they'll get them right. back eventually. And, and they'll keep them on a shelf somewhere or perhaps find some usage for them. And that's it, really not something that I'm not bothered about. But no. this one, it's a little workhorse and it does a great job. And uh, I really don't need the pro power. And if if you're looking to get something and... Unless you're doing real heavy photo and video work, the the air is just superb. Well, even 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 with with that, uh, your real limitations isn't going to be so much uh, the the processor because if you actually look at, at the work that the computer is doing when you're asking when you're asking it to do it, these new processors are hardly getting pegged at all. the The biggest problem seems to be uh, data transfer. To whatever kind of storage media you have, that that's usually the the the, the biggest kind of downfall to having a, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, slower machine because they'll usually have a, a slower interface to you know the, your your various storage devices. Uh, for people that would consider getting a uh, MacBook Air over a MacBook Pro, one thing you have to remember is the the MacBook Airs for the most part are completely unupgradable. Yeah. So get the highest spec. Yeah, I would I would definitely say cuz the the base is 4 gigs of RAM, I would spend that little extra money and get the 8 gigs which yeah. will kind of future proof you probably not only through Yosemite but through whatever whatever the the next operating system is going to be. And well, possibly even into the future from there. Um, as far as internal storage goes, I, I know the the low end machine; those prices look kind of nice. But having either sixty four gigs or one hundred twenty eight gigs of of storage is really going to hamper what you can do. I would well, go for a minimum of two hundred and fifty six. Well, and you, if you say can that. Swing it five twelve. I, I, yeah, I kind of push back on that a little bit because I have found that. Uh, the 120 has been um, has been perfectly adequate for us. Um, the only times I've pegged it is when I've wanted to create videos or create 
photo libraries, which obviously you, you tend to use at least half of that storage almost straight away by filling sure. it up with apps and all sorts of other little bits straight away. But what I've got around that by just having an external hard drive and then just using that when I'm out and about. And then when I'm back at home, it's not so much of a problem anyway because you tend to have more than one Mac. If it's your only Mac... I would say yeah, I was, that's what I was going to yeah, say. If it's if your it, only Mac, then definitely go as, as big as you can on, on the storage. But again, you've really got to think about what you're using it for. And if it's if there's a lot of photography and lots of videos, then these days, yeah, you really got to think about how you're going to manage that anyway. And I'm now, you know, I'm I'm really excited about what's going to happen with being able to push photos up to the cloud so i can access them from any of my devices whether it be the ipad the iphone or the macbook air but i'm still likely to keep um photos a local copy a local copy somewhere yeah definitely yeah definitely but well the, yeah. the nice thing about that is you can you know even if you've pushed those photos up into the cloud and you ha- say you have a macbook air and you've got a limited amount of space on there well, just like with iTunes, you can set up an external drive to be your main repository, uh, not only for iTunes content, but for pictures from photos. So, I know that sounds so weird. But that's the name of the new app that's coming out. Mm-hmm. We have to get used to, to not calling it iPhoto or Aperture anymore. It's just going to be photos. Um, so if you have a relatively large uh, photos library and a limited amount of space, on say a MacBook Air with 128, or you know along those lines, then yeah, you might want to consider getting a uh, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, a spinning hard drive that's external that you only hook up when you want to go into iTunes or you want to go into Photos or something along those lines. You want to kind of keep as much of that SSD space that you have uh, in the. Uh, 11 to 13 inch MacBook Airs and the 13 inch MacBook Pros. I'll, t- I'll tell you what they To guy. do other things. I'll yeah. tell you what though, guy. Actually, external SSDs are becoming are coming down in price as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I told you for that 2008, I picked up a, uh, it's a, it's a 500 gig SSD for, I think it was 280, which is like, y- you go back just two years. And you probably would have spent seven hundred to a thousand dollars on a five hundred gig SSD drive. Yeah, incredible. So the prices the prices are dropping like crazy. Uh, the other thing to remember is there are very very. I think the the fifteen inch MacBook Pro is the only laptop Apple sells that still has an optical drive. So if playing DVDs or or anything along those lines are important to you. Uh, you'll also probably want to consider to budget for an external uh, optical drive, but only if that's really important to you. Yeah, yeah. And um, when do you think, actually, Guy, that the the, the middle MacBook Pro or the, the low-end MacBook Pro without Retina will still be with us? How, how long do you think that's got on this planet? I, I'm willing to bet... Not much, but I am no. willing to bet. Uh, what, what th- <laughs> three, four cents? Uh, uh, three shillings and a farthing. <laughs> farthing? What's a farthing? Yeah. Uh, farling? <laughs> farthing. What is that? Farthing. <laughs> farthing. It's a farthing. That uh, the, the the non-retina 15-inch MacBook Pro. 13-inch, 13-inch. Pro- oh, do they still make a 13-inch non-retina? 
Yeah. MacBook Pro? Yeah, that's the one I, I think okay. going to that's the one I think is going to disappear soon. Uh I'm I bet that they'll go at least one more round with those. Yeah. Okay. That so there guess. you go. If if you're looking for a uh, a laptop uh and you're not going to give it a lot of um work to do definitely think about the 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 macbook airs and if you're worried about carrying it around and you you know you're looking for a small with a keyboard you know i I know you could push to an ipad but i tell you for doing you know if you're doing lots of documentation uh which i think really is where people will be coming from on this and you really do want a a laptop then the macbook air and the 11 inch is not a bad thing and you can hook it up to a bigger screen when you get home uh but if you need the power then push up and have a look at the pros um, and uh, if you need a lot of storage. And also, remember, look at the refurb stores because you can get some cracking deals there, and the resellers around, they have them as well. Go and talk to them and, and look out. Now, there was one thing before we move on. Cause well, was, actually, uh, can I say something really quick? You can, yeah, yeah, you, absolutely. You, all right, you were talking about uh, that people that might want to buy some of these machines are doing lots of documentation. Uh, the thing to remember that with the iPad, you now can have the the, the full, rel- relatively full version of Microsoft Office on an iPad. Yeah. So that has really opened up that market. And but the, the crazy thing is, a uh, sixty four to one hundred and twenty eight gig iPad with um, uh, like cell connectivity is more or damn close to more than what you'll spend on a MacBook Air. So <laughs> just. Which doesn't make any sense to me, but no. um, nope. that's you know Apple. Apple does what they do, and I t- so and I t- that's just something else to consider. And I'll tell you what, that was a great segue because before we get out of this section, I was just going to ask you your thoughts on the um, Apple IBM tie-up. Oh, um, I think of all the companies that currently make mobile devices that it made more sense for IBM to partner with Apple than any of them since Apple's the only one that controls the whole widget and has arguably um, the the highest uh, market share amongst people that are probably taking their own devices to work and things along those lines. I'm not saying overall market share. Android has certainly caught up in both phones and tablets and surpassed Apple. But that doesn't mean that all those people with Android tablets are, are taking them to work. Chances I'm willing to bet most of them are not. No, no. I agree. And I, I think, you know, a lot of people, I heard lots of people going on about the fact, oh, it's IBM, you know, weren't they, you know, 1984 and that advert yeah, yeah, and all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get over it, folks. You know, they, I think there's Yeah, been, those days are long. I, well, they are, but... As I think David and Tim mentioned, go to the PowerPC. Wasn't that a tie-up between IBM and um, an Apple anyway? Yeah. Well, well IBM, <laughs> Motorola, and Apple. Yeah. I mean, it was the a- the AIM alliance. Well, actually, that was Apple, IBM, Motorola, AIM. Yeah. yeah so uh, they were the ones that kind of collaborated to create the PowerPC. Now, something they mentioned on their show, and please go over to TechFan170 and listen to it. It was a really good conversation between Tim and Dave. Was uh, Tim said something about uh, IBM um, getting together with Apple for uh, a project called Pink? And at first, when he first said that, I thought he was talking about OS2, but now I don't think he is. But I, I wasn't aware that IBM was involved in the uh, 
the the process to help Apple try to convert their classic OS to a more modern OS, which failed miserably. Well, they went to Next, didn't they? Basically, they basically went on and bought Next. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, there's been types between Apple and IBM. You know, Big Blue and, and Apple were competitors or kind of com- – they weren't really competitors. There was, you know, it was Apple pull, pulling the finger to the, you know, the big machine really. But, you know, that's, that's way in the past. And I think this, I think this is an absolutely cracking move for, um, for Apple to get into the, the, uh, the commercial area and the enterprise. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. I, you know, I think – how is it going to affect you and I? I don't think we'll see anything for a, a number of you know months or possibly even years, but it will be just means more integration for enterprise and, and business for you know the devices yeah. that uh, you and I love that come from Apple. And the, the great thing about it is um, considering that what most people are doing with their computers at work don't require a quad core i7 and you know 16 gigs of RAM, to check Outlook, that mm-hmm. they they could easily get by on a on a relatively small mobile device. What and, and I think you and I have talked about this before. One of the things I would love to see Apple come out with is some kind of docking station that would go to a larger screen and yeah. keyboard and a mouse and all yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but there's there's still some pieces that are missing for anything like that to happen. At least on the Apple side. I agree. I agree. Okay. Yeah, so I guess out of here. You get us out of here, baby. All right. Everyone stand by to stand by. Stand by. Yeah. Stand by. yeah. Yeah. And we'll be, hey, you know, Gaz, well, we'll be, you know, like right uh, back. Right Whoa. Whoa. Concept. Heavy. Our colony shining through the shaking of the artificial moon. Do dinosaurs live in the zoo? According to one boy they do, you just have to look hard enough. Join him as he goes looking for a dinosaur in the new book written and illustrated by MyMac.com writer Donnie Yankelo titled Looking for a Dinosaur. Your young kids will love the full-color illustrations from Donnie's Imagination. Now available in the iBookstore as an ebook and in print at lulu.com. Just do a search for Looking for a Dinosaur. Get the ebook for just 99 cents through September 21st. Like an 80-year-old man jogging on a nudist beach. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast that Gaz apparently isn't ready for, but we've already begun. So, you know, stuff like this, Gaz, it it, it just it, it makes me crazy and... Uh, my brain starts to hurt, and when that happens, what else, what choice do I have but to? Oh, what choice do I have? My nipple nuts and send me to Alaska. No, I do not spin my nipple nuts. There is some other function that I do. Oh, you probably nod your head. I do. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. 
Gassy's tips. It's time for Gassy's tips. It's like pulling teeth. God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just let. I thought I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rise to it. I'm yeah, just not. Gonna, I'm, not I'm, I'm just not gonna, gonna play. Dig, I'm just gonna dig. Let him dig his hole. And I'm just going to sit here nice and quiet. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is, this is supposed to be a quick tip. So um, I've always liked uh, in iOS, um, iOS that you can scroll through almost any list that if you decided to and you wanted to get to the top of that list. So you're scrolling through and all you have to do is simply double tap on the top bar, you know, just where the time uh, and the service strength indicator are on your iOS device. And this basically, basically takes you there almost instantly, scrolls you to the top of the list. So, you know, why hadn't Apple added a similar feature in OS X? Well, certainly in Mail at the moment, um, they have. Uh, you basically click on the, you know, the, the sort by bar, which is at the top, um, if you click on that right uh, above the list of your emails, uh, basically, wherever you are, once you've been scrolling through your emails, it'll, hey presto, take you back to the top of the list. Now, I haven't done a search to see if this happens in other lists in iOS uh, 10 or Mavericks, but... Uh, <laughs> or OS 10 by 10 in E. Um, <laughs> It, but it's certainly something which uh, I liked in OS, uh, iOS, and they brought it to the Mac. I think it's been there for a little while, so don't you know? I'm not trying to be clever here and say this is something which um, needs to be added. Um, but I'm, um, I'm trying to do it here in Chrome, and not working out so well. <laughs> you, you, you double click the. Uh, let me try it. There. Nope, doesn't work there. If you double click <laughs> in the very top of the window, it minimizes to- the screen. <laughs> You don't have to double click it. You just click it once and it takes you to the top. So, hmm. But that's in mail. I'm talking about mail. As I said, you probably weren't listening. I haven't tested it in other apps. To what? Yet, but <laughs> <laughs> to OS 10 in me? me? <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm nodding my head. Oh, with a headache. Hit it. Yeah. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. We still love that. You big yank tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, do you have an app pick for us this week, Gaz? I do. I've kind of come back and started messing about again with Snapsneed. Snapsneed. <laughs> Snapseed. Snapseed. Um, Snapseed. This has been ta- it's by Nick Software, but it's uh, the company, the company or this app. I don't know where the company's been taken over. I think they might have been been taken over by Google. Um, so Go- Google are not my best friend, but the, mm. the app is now free, and you know, hopefully Google won't kill it off. Although they yeah. they seem to do quite a lot with photos, but it's a cracking app. It's an iOS app. Um, it's now free. I paid for it. I still like it. I've gone back to it. I think Don McAllister recently did uh, a quick update, uh, a quick um, uh, tutorial on it. So that kind of rekindled my memory of, of the application, which is still on both of my iOS devices. And uh, it's a cracking app to make adjustments to uh, photos on your iOS device. And it saves copies to your to your library so you don't lose any 
Of the original. Uh, of the original. So it's, it's, yeah, so it's like non-destructive. Yeah, and it's non-destructive until you actually make the, hit the save button as well. So you can go through lots of alterations and there's a compare button as well. Most of these photo apps, I think, are most useful on the iPad. They're a lot less useful on the, the, the iPhone because it, it just, you know, it's too small a screen. But, of right. course, we might be getting a larger screen phone in later in the year. But that's rumor and <laughs> so let's not go there. No, Apple will never do it. They're going back to a three-and-a-half-inch phone. I think they should. Back down to two-inch, then we can just put it on our wrist. At least. Um, uh, so go over to just call the, me Dick Tracy. Go over to the App Store on your iOS device. Type in Snapseed. S-N-A-P-S-E-E-D. Snapseed. Now by Google. Great app. That's my pick, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> oh, well... You remember way, way, way back at the beginning of the show, I was talking about a QR scanner. That's that. The, I, the beginning of the show is dead to me now. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, which beginning of the show are we talking about? <laughs> uh, the one that I chose from the App Store is called Red Laser. It got some pretty good reviews. It's a QR scanner, and it's from eBay, which is weird. Uh, free as in give us personal info free. <laughs> you can find that over in iTunes and uh, Red Laser QR Scanner. So if you haven't tried any QR scanner like me, does, uh, this, does, yeah. does this does this app enable you to create your own QR codes? I don't believe so. I don't know of any of them that actually do that, um, at least not in iOS because – what would you be able to do with it? Well, print one out. The, the, no, the reason, possibly. The, the, the reason I ask that is um, you, you may think, why on earth would I want to create a QR code? Well, for the same reason you'd want to create any anything else like that. But in school projects is what I was thinking of in particular. Oh, you know what? That might work out really cool too would be a like a business card. Yeah. Instead of just handing someone a business card, they could just, you know – do a quick scan of your of your QR code that has yep. all of your contact information. That's it, and you can send them to a really dodgy website. Yeah, and then we can call it Noti. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's dead to you, too, because that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a people's pick. Uh, we talked about it. We talked about it earlier. Uh, this was a recommendation from Michael Cassell called Paperama. <laughs> Uh, it's free, but does have in-app purchases. You can find that uh, over in iTunes. What is it? Do we and, know? Uh, well, yeah, he did kind of say what it was for. It's a game where I guess you have to see if you can beat it 99% of the time. I haven't actually downloaded it, so I'm I'm not sure. Of the top well, it's of a my people's head. pick. That's, that, that's the whole point of it, really. But uh, paper, it looks like it's actually a bird uh, it's not a bird, but a uh, paper folding application. Yeah. That's that looks quite cool actually, because my my wife is very good at making all sorts of paper animals. Oh, She's, like or not? Is that origami? Or, is that what it's called? Yeah, origami. And to, just to go off on a quick tangent, um, when I was at MacWorld, uh, not this year, but last year, the hotel I was staying at was really, really close to Chinatown, and I don't remember what the name of it was off the top of my head. But every day when I would come back from the expo to the room, they would actually fold up a washcloth into the shape of like a frog or a crab or a bird or something like that. And that would be in the middle of the bed. And it made absolutely no difference as far as, you know, 
the the ambiance of the room of which there was very little but it was it was just so cool to walk into the room and wonder well what kind of weird you know uh, washcloth animal am i going to have today <laughs> i just thought it was a nice touch yeah it is anyway. so we're not going to talk about facebook cuz we no. talked about that earlier good idea uh, we, and we do have one less like than we did last week as i see <laughs> down here I guess we should probably get rid of this bit right there. Yes, get rid of um, the the um, mustache. Yeah, hair, yeah. <laughs> hair dictator. Yeah. Uh, our Google Plus page. We are still at 126 people that contribute on a regular basis to Google Plus. If you mm. really want to keep up with the G men, uh, this is probably Google Plus is the best place to do it. So if you have a G Plus account, please go on over and like our our My Mac Podcast community. Uh, it is private, so you will have to be vetted by either Tim, Gaz, or myself, and this keeps all the spammers out. So, you know, whatever it is that you say in our community, you know, what you say in the community stays in the community. Ooh. Well, except for the fact that Google knows what it is. And yeah, and, and, anybody anybody that, and anybody in there could copy it and put it anywhere else as well. So there is yeah, that. Yeah, so maybe not quite as private. <laughs> As I was hoping. Uh, if you – if uh, we we don't have any new iTunes reviews. I did check that earlier today. Oh, sad face. Yeah. Oh, 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 wait. Hold on. I've got one for that. Oh. Yeah. So well, – oh, stop that computer. There we go. And if you would please, please, please do an iTunes review and if you do it outside of the U.S. or the U.K., if you would let me know or let Gaz know so that we can read it on the air – and I will send you this glorious piece of PDF that will just yeah piece of PDF yeah yeah that's a, that's a good phrasing that will just blow your mind. It will change your life. It will make it will. you question your place in the universe. Yeah. yeah. Or you'll just look at it and go, "Wow, that's like just total garbage. <laughs> Why did I do this?" But if you write a review in iTunes, let us know, and you can let me know by sending me an email to guy, G-U-I, at mymac.com, or contact me on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash Mac. Parrot. <laughs> and how can they get a hold of you, Gaz? They can't. Oh. Okay, they yes, they can really. Gaz <laughs> at mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Uh, you can also contact both of us at twitter.com forward slash Kai and Gaz, G-U-Y. Why? A-N-D. G-A-Z. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com. And remember the contest... Uh, send uh, the uh, the words Lego Marvel superheroes, uh, and also just put in brackets my Mac to contest at mymac dot com. That's right, and you can also contact us via Skype at Skype. our Skype number that that has yet to really cost me a whole lot of money because not enough of you call it, and it's plus one outside of the U.S. area code seven zero three four three six. Nine five zero one, and Do you I'd know like what, to say Mike? thank you to everyone. <laughs> oh, you always catch me out there, don't you? <laughs> who downloads oh, the mymac.com no. podcast? <laughs> we really, really do appreciate it. We do. And we thank you for it. 
And what was that you were about to say, Gaz? I was about to say, actually, I really don't understand why people download this show, but thank you very much because, as Guy just said, we really do appreciate it. And I think, I think... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't know that was coming. I think this is the worst show that I've ever done. And I think I'm bad enough. (laughs) And stupid Because he's bad, so bad. And doggone it, people hate me. They don't. They love you, Gaz. And to that, I say, ooh, naman, si guru ay hindi alam, gai kong pano, ay scan ang maga. Baka, baka. Gamut ang iPhone at si guru gaz i hindu ginamit. I movie sa punto kong san siya. Ay, ooh. Comfortable. Com- wow, that's there's risky. Another, there's, another, there's another good one coming up. <laughs> I know. Nagunit ayan ay Hindi. Oh, nan gang ga hula gan. Na Hindi nila dapat gawin ang Isang Mac podcast. Seguro. I just don't know where you go. <laughs> well, it's kind of what I have to do. And it's, it's the only way I get through it. <laughs> Finish it. Stop. And kill it. Die, podcast, die. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network. Like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. What people don't understand, and and I'm I'm going to start this little bit right here, we can include. What people don't understand is some of the things that we do and say before, during, and after the show. We can't always include. Sometimes it's because we have used bad language. Sometimes it's because we're not quite politically correct. Other times – it's that, and it's usually me that has said or done something so inappropriate <laughs> that that to include it would really, really. Uh, I don't think it would get you in trouble, but there would seriously be people like, "Wow, guy, really, <laughs> really." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we perhaps include the bit that we couldn't include this week. In another podcast in months to come, possibly. Many, many months. Yeah. Anyway. And we won't even and we won't even reference why it was so inappropriate. <laughs> no, we won't. Anyway, how are you, Guy? Have we started? I'm doing now? no no no. We have to start again. Okay. Okay. It doesn't right, let me read it. Sure, maybe Guy doesn't know how to scan stuff with an iPhone, and maybe Gaz hasn't used iMovie to the point where he's comfortable with it. But that doesn't mean they should not do a map podcast, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> So what language was that then? Um, oh crap! What was it? It was it was someplace in um, uh, the uh, 
You know, the people Far can't. East. People can't say that we don't. You know, try and encourage <laughs> something. A podcast. It's ah. Uh, was it Filipino? It might have been Filipino. Really? There's lots of Hindi in there. Well, what cracked me up was the um, let me find it the baga baga. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Gamet's also, in there as well. Uh, is Baga he? Baga Gamet. Oh, yeah. Baga Baga Gamet. <laughs> Imagine if, if he was on a show and we had this in here. It'd be Baga Baga Gamet Gamet. <laughs> <laughs> Siguru, which is maybe. I think Siguru is, yeah, Siguru is maybe. What's Hindi then? I, Hindi, uh, let's see. I, Naman is maybe Siguru. No, no, no. No, I, oh, ooh, naman, I think is sure. Suguru, I, Hindi, alam, I think that means does not know. Guy, Kung Pano, <laughs> iScan. I don't know. Oh, what? Now, why is iScan for the iPhone? iScan, what does that even mean? Baka baka. Puto Kong San Sia. It's a different language, guy. That's, you know. Stop trying to decipher it. We're not that clever. Uh, well, hey, you started it. <laughs> this is the voice of the Mr. Don. We know that you can hear us, Earthmen. You just blew up my. You just blew up my owl. So, uh, gas isn't going to be here next week. I'm not. I'm no. I'm skiving off. And I need someone to come in and help me do the show because I'm so incompetent by myself, as Gaz can attest to. Yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, we, yeah. totally incompetent. So, gaga, gaga. So no, no, baga, they baga. <laughs> they, should con- they should contact me and uh, let contact, me know. Uh, one of the contact addresses that we're about to give you or have already given you. Have already given <laughs> I'm not gonna try to I'm not gonna try to put this in in like the middle the middle of the third section. So you know it's guy at mymac.com or twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Please get a hold of me and let me know if you're available to uh to do the show with me and either Saturday or Sunday. Actually, no, I have to take that back. Saturday won't work because I have to go get Guy down in Fredericksburg, or at least Saturday morning won't work. So Saturday afternoon or sometime on Sunday. Cool. And if bonus points if you're from the UK because I seem to get along with with yeah. people from the UK, yeah, very very well. Don't know why. At least as far as podcasting goes. Well, I just I I, I think back to that um, that bumper that David Cohen did. Where he's like, you know, contrary to what Guy thinks, the UK does not have an unlimited number of people willing to <laughs> podcast with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, Dave. That. that has not that has not been my experience. No, that has not been your experience. That's pretty. I've got them lining up. Yeah. Anyway, so for the folks, one time, he's really not that bad. And this week, <laughs> I'm afraid I won't be sending you uh, a tip on how to deal with him. Uh, unlike the tip that I sent to um, Carl, Carl, because I'm probably going to a place where. Uh, there's not going to be a great deal of connectivity. So I like going to places where there's not much connectivity. You're just weird. I am. (laughs) 
Uh, absolutely no argument 